Hey everyone, I'm Alex Cantor. And I'm Lily Rosenthal. Welcome to our podcast, Hot Pastrami. We are coming to you from our favorite booth at Cantor's Deli here in LA. We're going to invite some of our friends to join us for a chat over some matzo ball soup and pastrami sandwiches. So join us for new episodes of Hot Pastrami every week on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, or wherever you listen to podcasts. See you soon. Bye. Hey, this is Cleveland Brown, and you're listening to the About Last Night podcast. I guess your TV must be broken. Ha <laughs> Just kidding. Actually, I'm not kidding. You're bored. Well, the weekend's over, so it's time to chat about it. Got a midget and a juice, so why don't you sit down and listen to our dope podcast during lunch, dinner, or breakfast. It's about last night. Hey guys, Adam Ray for the About Last Night podcast. Monday, November 13th. How's everybody doing? How was your weekend? Can you hear my voice? That means I had a good weekend. Here in Tempe, Arizona. Still in Tempe, Arizona. I had great shows at the Tempe Improv all weekend. One of my favorite clubs. I very much might shoot a special here. It's one of my favorite rooms. Electric. You know, good crowds, good peeps. They come out to laugh, you know. They got a little fucked up, but that's that's the case in any comedy club. Late night shows, people are just a little, especially Friday late show uh, and Saturday late show too. And you know what? Last night, there were these two grown men with braces that were fucked up. And I was like, dude, you might look like you're seven, but you're living like you're 47. And I love that about you. Uh, So shout out to everybody and all the ALN fans, so many ALN fans uh, in Arizona that come to the shows. Uh, One in particular, Bradford. You know who you are, dude. Can't remember your last name, but Bradford, it's a pretty sweet first name. Uh, Big ALN fan, was so sweet. Um, Talked to me before the show for for a minute, and then uh, we put on a good show for him. And and, uh, yeah, just great to meet ALN fans live in the flesh. You know, it's always the feedback is way, way sweeter when you can get it face to face. So... Uh, like I said, Bradford, shoot us uh, your email at aboutlastnightpod at gmail.com. We'll send you some merch, which has been delivered, baby. So we're going to start going through it this week and start sending that shit out. So keep on emailing us at aboutlastnightpod at gmail.com, your favorite ailing moments, why you like the show, how you got into it. And we're going to start reading those babies on air and sending shit out each week So uh, to uh, to some deserving fans, which you all are. But, you know, we got we to gotta try to make some money off the merch. But it's, it's dope shit. You guys are going to love it. The beanies, the sweats. Uh, even the shirts are uh, are just dope. I like that word, dope. You know, is there a shelf life for certain words? I don't know. Is there a is there a a, a time limit? You know, I'm 35. Do you? How many words do I get to say like dope? And how much longer? Who decides? I guess you. I guess the person decides. You know, I think the person decides. Like that's how I you know, that's how I assess fashion. You know, like this one guy in one of the shows was wearing this open-buttoned, uh, looked like a you know a douchey club shirt. There was like a falcon riding a jaguar on the shirt. And I was like, dude, what the, what is that? What do you, how many falcon shirts do you need? Because I'm guessing this ain't the only one. And he was like, you're, you're right, I got like five. And I was like, dude, yeah, anything less than five, and I would have called bluff. You know, I would have said, bullshit, dude, you got at least 40 falcon shirts. <laughs> and how many falcon shirts do you got to own before like some falcon, you know, 
some Falcon organization recognizes you as like an honorary Falcon. You know, maybe they give you a, a set of wings that have been preserved. Or maybe they let you ride a Falcon. I don't know. How much love do you got to show towards animals before they let you just do what you want? I mean, that probably none, you know. But, you know, but what I mean by that is like, if you're like an elephant enthusiast, right? And you have shown dedication and commitment to that species, whether it's through zoo visits, maybe you you went on a, a camping trip where you got to meet elephants and you, you befriended one and you guys like had some special animal person bond, like gorillas in the mist type shit, you know, or grizzly man. Great documentary. If you haven't seen grizzly man, sad as fuck. He pulled his girlfriend out into the woods with him. She didn't want to go. They both got eaten. Spoiler alert. But um, <laughs> but uh, still a great movie. But, you know, like how much do you have to show as far as like these animals and me, we're on the same page, man. These elephants might be huge, all right? They might be able to crush up someone with a single step, but, but you know, how many zoo visits, how many, how many cartoons do you have to watch involving elephants? How many impressions of an elephant do you have to do before they go, you know what, man, we're going to let you ride one. You know, usually you got to pay for that in like Africa, but nah, here at the here at the Woodland Park Zoo, if you can do a decent elephant, fuck, what was that? Not an elephant. It's like somebody stepped on a, I don't know. I don't know what animal that was. I don't know animal noises, you know, which, which comes, uh, you know, comes to be a problem when you're trying to teach your nieces what sounds animal noises, uh, what's, what noises animals make. I remember they got this book of animal sounds and they would point to a, or a book of animals when they were younger and they would point to all the animals. Ugh. And I, was, I would make all the animals so they could like learn, you know, and associate it with the animal and be like, oh, cool, that's, that's what, you know, I can learn about animals and, and the noises they make. So it'd be like, you know, they'd point to a cow and I'd go, moo, right? Point to a, a horse, I go, and then they point to a zebra, and I was just like, um, fuck, wait, what? I don't, I don't know. This is not something I've ever concerned myself with knowing the answer to, to not feel like a fucking dum dum in public, you know. Now I got these four year old twin girls looking up at me with these wide eyes, just you know, you went to public school, right? You fucking, you can figure this out. Like, don't let us down. And so you know, push comes to shove, you got to come up with the noise. So. They point to the zebra, and I was just like, which, you know, just sounds like Tony Danza, you know, having a wet dream. But that's also, that's what I went with, you know? Sometimes it's fight or flight. You've got to come up with something, especially with kids. If you don't commit, you know, they're they're so perceptive, and, and they pick up on if you know something or don't. And if you don't come up with an answer ASAP, especially when it comes to animals, they're like, dude, don't you know animals? You're like, yeah, man, I'm I'm 30. They're like, well, hell yeah, then. What does a zebra make? And you go, N-n-n-n-n. and they go, what does a giraffe make? And you go, <laughs> there's a lot of animals that probably just sound the same. You know, a meerkat. Does anybody know what a meerkat sounds like? I bet I do. <laughs> oh, dude. If there's any meerkats listening to this podcast, I apologize. You probably sound a lot cooler. Um, wow, what a week. Stayed at a uh, resort, too, which was the best. I hadn't stayed at a resort in a long time, but my sister and brother-in-law flew them out for a little vacay from Seattle and wanted to make it special. So uh, we all stayed at this resort that has um, 
Well, the, the main reason that I put us up here, it has a lazy river. If you have not rivered lazy, okay, I don't know what to tell you other than get, get do it, okay? Life is short. Life should be full of, of fun and laughs and sex and great food and great people and lazy rivers. I'm telling you, this lazy river thing. First time I stayed here was uh, my senior year of college at USC and AEPI, the fraternity I was in, they had a big convention, right? And I went with and wasn't really participating in the meetings and whatnot, but it was just like an excuse to go on a free trip and, and have some fun. And my buddy, Michael Terranova, and I, I remember sat in this lazy river for maybe eight, nine hours, just pruning it up. Our skin was just mush when we got out. And we had drinks and we had bottles. We would hold these bottles of Jack or Bacardi and just rotate in this river and just drink and drink. And it was the greatest. And then we went to a nightclub that night, uh, which I hadn't been to a ton of nightclubs yet. And when this nightclub, we had a little area reserved with a little balcony overlooking the dance floor, right? A dope nightclub in Asia. I can't remember the name of it, but um, we're in this balcony and... Uh, Prior to that, I'd been down on the dance floor, kind of hovering, right, just on the outskirts, like looking, observing the dance floor, seeing if there's anybody that, you know, cute that I might want to go <laughs> aggressively, you know, do what dudes do and just rub the back, you know, back of their leg with your, you know, boner, which is just so crazy. It's just so the audacity of men to just unannounced walk up and be like, you're here, you know what you, you know what you're going to get, you know, just that's what you assume. It's just, and girls, you know, they know you on the dance floor and. Obviously, it's, you don't want to wear a sign or a shirt that says no boners tonight. You know, I'm dancing with my friends. You know, but the lights, the ambience, the music, it makes it somewhat acceptable. Because if somebody did that to you at a bus stop at 7 a.m., you'd be like, what the fuck are you doing, man? It's 7 a.m. Get your, get your dick off my leg, you know? <clears throat> but uh, so I'm on the outskirts watching this dance floor. And um, which, by the way, Again, walking up unannounced to rub your junk on someone, you should introduce yourself. That's the that's the more polite move. But guess what? That's creepier. That's how messed up that whole situation is. It's more normal just to walk up unannounced like, hey, what's up? Can I put my dick on you? <laughs> Versus, you know, hey, my name's Kevin. You might have to put my dick on the back of your leg. I, I think you'd get into it if you, if you feel it and you hear the song at the same time. <laughs> so I'm on the outskirts watching, right? And a bouncer just being very bouncer douchery like just going out of his way to be confrontational it's like dude i'm hanging out i'm not in anybody's way literally i was not in anybody's way but i was in somewhat of a path that led to the dance floor so he aggressively told me to get out of the way and i was like dude it's all good chill he goes dude don't you got some dude man he goes you want to be here fucking get out of the way i was like oh whatever dude i ain't trying to get into it so i was like whatever i walk away i go back upstairs i start telling one of my buddies yes bouncer is such a douche i'm out on the balcony i'm leaning over it now i'm just like i'm gonna i'm gonna look over bird's eye view at this dance floor and one of my buddies comes up behind me and bumps me. And I'm leaning over the edge of this balcony holding a drink and bumps me. And it was a full drink. And the drink <laughs> spills like half of it over the edge. And you can only guess where it fell onto. The bouncer who was standing right below me in the balcony. So I quickly pull back because I'm like, oh, fuck, dude. He's going to think I just went upstairs and poured a drink on his head. There's no way he's going to think anything other than that. So I start panicking. And, uh, and then I just try to stay calm and stay chill and act like I didn't do anything. Five minutes later, I feel two just giant arms grab me, you know, just, and just, you know, let's go. And I was like, wait, what? They go, pouring drinks on bouncers' heads? That's fucked up, man. Let's get out of here. I was like, no, no, wait. You guys don't understand. I know why this looks bad, but I actually, I got bumped. They're getting bumped. And the bouncer's like, you fucking pouring vodka on my fucking head? I got vodka head. I'm like, dude, that's hilarious. Don't say shit like that in the heat of the moment and not expect me to laugh. 
And then they just dragged me out, dude. I got dragged out of a nightclub, and all my buddies were like, what are, you, what are you doing? And I'm known as just being this sweet, funny guy, so they're all like, what the fuck, man? I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. They, put, I, they said I put a drink on his head. He, he, he was telling me to get out of the way of the dance floor. I'm not that guy. Everyone's staring at me, and I'm just screaming and kicking, dude, because I was kind of drunk, and I was like, I'm not that guy. Stop looking at me. And then we finally talked it out outside, and they brought me back in, and I was still so heated. And I remember one of the girls who worked there, came up and she was like, come down, come down. Do you want to take a, a body shot out of between my tits? And here's how pissed I was. I was like, Just hold on a second, please. And then I was like, I mean, thank you so much. That Yes, I, yes, that would be great. But just give me, I just, I'm still very upset. <laughs> oh, man. Getting kicked out of a nightclub. That's a unique, unique experience. You know, thank God that lazy river was waiting for me the next morning. Got right back in. Forgot about all my troubles. Hakuna Matata. You know, that's what the lazy river is based on. Hakuna Matata. No worries. You chill. You float. Get some sun. Feel the water, which is like bath water. It's unbelievable. Resort life, man. They keep the bar open late. They got fire pits. It's like summer camp for adults. Anyway, saw the movie Thor over the weekend. Pretty good. Not a big superhero movie guy, you know. I like uh, I like the I like the I like the superhero movies where the character uh, development is stronger, where the acting is, you know, like Dark Knight, one of my favorite movies because Heath Ledger was a gangster in that movie. I thought he, that was one of the greatest acting performances of all time. I, I haven't been moved by a performance since Tom Hanks and Forrest Gump when I saw Heath Ledger play the Joker. And now you got you know Ryan Reynolds was dope in Dead in Deadpool, but you know that Thor and all these movies. It was fun and it was funny, but like the action, I'd rather see action that's believable, like Mission Impossible. Like that shit to me is. That's unbelievable. That's fun, you know? Also, it just it makes you check in with yourself. You're like, dude, Tom Cruise just fought six guys underwater for an hour, and I sprained my ankle getting out of an Uber pool last week, you know? So it gives you perspective and, and gives you hope and motivates you to get your calves stronger. But, you know, Thor and, and Hulk fighting in a, in a ring full of CGI people, you know, I, I don't know. I'm not into it. It's fine. It's cool to watch, I guess. You see him get electric eyes and, you know, just gets that fucking shock going through his arms and, and people flying through the air. But, like, Hulk took, like, nine different punches that laid him out, like electric punches. And then he just gets up. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? That would take... Even the Hulk can't survive the destruction that just happened. But Hemsworth was pretty funny, too. Some people get angry when they see a guy that attractive being funny too, and I'm just like, dude, he's Australian, he's charismatic, he's got good timing. What, what do you want to do? What, what, what do you want, you know? You know, those are the people that get met, you know, they go, Brad Pitt, he's funny and he's hot. You don't get both. <laughs> you don't get both, man. You got to pick. Either be funny or be hot. <laughs> oh, boy. Speaking of funny and hot, ladies, the hot pics on Instagram with the quotes, enough. You know, what are you trying to motivate for? Like the pictures of you in a bikini and then get out, you know, this is girl I knew from college. She posted this picture like bent over on a beach, like with this overly surprised look on her face, like sand dollars on the beach. What are the odds? Butt cheeks so exposed to the air. Skimpy bikini. Look, it's fine. If you want to post those pictures, I got no problem with that. Post away. Live your life. I ain't judging. The, the, the less you can judge other people, 
the better. You know, we all profile, we all judge, you know, but like just put it in check. Like, you know, pick your battles. And how does it really affect you? But but when I see like don't try to act like we're dumb. You know, don't post a hot picture and then try to be like, I'm only posting it because I really wanted to post this quote below it that was like, you know, Mondays are the reason we we work for Saturdays, you know. We t- we we miss out on on half the chances we don't take. The biggest regret is not taking the chance to see what the what what the reg- what the chances could be. Let your dream wings fly into the sky. Yo, YOLO. Sorry, not sorry. Just every day is a new day. Tomorrow's the day of days. What you know? Live dreams are just dreams until the dreams. Whatever the quote is, you know, just post that quote. What's with the hot picture too? Did you want an excuse to post a hot picture? Just post the hot picture and put, yo, I took this hot picture on the beach. I wanted to post it. It's going to get the same amount of likes, but don't try to act like we're dumb. Don't try to be like, I just posted this hot picture so you would pay attention to the quote. Well, guess what? We're not because now I'm distracted by butt cheeks, you know, and now I'm missing out on, you know, today's the day of days. Tomorrow is the day of tomorrow. Hashtag days. (laughs) But again, live your life. I'm a big advocate of that in 2017. 2016 too, but 2017 especially. Live your life. You get hit by a bus tomorrow. Not not that you should think about that, but too many ways to get taken out. You just got to you gotta live your life, you know? I don't think anything bad can happen to you in a lazy river, though. <laughs> I don't think there's ever been lazy river casualties, but I could be wrong. Um, tomorrow night is a big night, by the way. If you live in Los Angeles, Adam Ray and Buddies at the Comedy Store, 8.30 in the main room. Holy shit. I can't wait for the show. The lineup is already stacked. I try to top it every month, but this one might be the best. Adam Devine, Dana Carvey, Finesse Mitchell from SNL, Kevin Nealon, Mo Collins from Mad TV and Lady Dynamite, and F is for Family. She's getting back into stand-up. She's uh, become a good buddy of mine from, from Mad TV and, and uh, ran into her at this Stand Up for Pits event put on by Rebecca Corey at the Avalon Theater last week, which was unbelievable. Definitely, definitely you know, uh, shot up my interest and and desire to get a dog i was around some amazing pups and uh my my building just won't allow it unfortunately but i gotta figure that out because i want a dog bad and uh anyway some random mo there asked her to do the show so mo collins adam divine dana carvey finesse mitchell kevin nealon and we just added joel McHale. (laughs) i mean what the fuck I ran to Joel about three months ago at the comedy store. We, you know, he saw me perform. Then I watched him. We started chatting comedy. Um, we have a mutual friend, uh, both from Seattle, and that was a, a good chatter upper. And then uh, he was on a show called Almost Live, which was like SNL's Seattle's SNL, basically that was on a half hour before SNL, uh, all through the '90s. It was an amazing sketch show. They had a monologue, uh, pre-taped sketches, live sketches. It was SNL for Seattle, and it was unbelievable. And Joel was a cast member, and so I grew up watching that shit. And, you know, it, it was really fun to watch, but it was also, as I told him, I was like, dude, that was inspiring. It's like, you guys weren't super famous, but you were you were in Seattle, and you ha- you were killing it. And it just, I felt that much more connected to something that was happen lo- uh, happening locally that made me think, oh, I, I think I could do that. Or I want to do that, at least. I want to try, you know? Um, so we got to talking and, and, you know, text here and there, and he's just a really sweet dude and and so funny, and uh, and and I can't believe he's going to come by. He doesn't do a lot of sets uh, when he's not on the road in town, so this is a big deal. So, get your tickets eight thirty tomorrow, main room, Hollywood.comedystore.com. Adam Devine, Dana Carvey, 
fuck Dana Carvey, Kevin Nealon, Mo Collins, Finesse Mitchell, and Joe McHale. And probably a special guest, too. We always got popping. So get your tickets and, uh, and come to that show tomorrow. Uh, I've added some other tour dates. Uh, Oxnard, Levity Live. I'm going to be there in January. Of course, I'm going to be at Gotham in New York City, December th- uh, 1st through the 3rd, which I can't wait for. Brad Williams is going to be in uh, Nashville this weekend at Zany's. Thursday through Saturday at Zany's in Nashville. Get your tickets at bradwilliamscomedy.com. And AZ people, I was just here, but Brad is is coming to you at Stand Up Live December 14th through the 17th. That's a little ways away. I just want to give a shout out to that because, uh, you know, AZ was just here. A lot of people were asking, when's Brad, when's Brad coming? Well, he's coming December 14th through the 17th at Stand Up Live. Um, Man, merch, go get it, okay? Start, uh, start ordering shit. It's going up on the website uh, probably next week. But like I said, email us at aboutlastnightpod at gmail.com. Your favorite Alien moments, how you get into the pod, where you get it, what you love about it. And we're going to read these moments and start sending out merch, you know, and just start spreading the love because it's been a minute and, uh, and we're pumped about this new merch. And uh, I hope you guys have been digging these, these solo apps. I really uh, am, am enjoying it. And, uh, and let me know. Give me some feedback. Tweet at me. Uh, email me. Let me know. You know, gonna gonna start going uh, guest on Thursdays too, but and of course on Mondays will be uh, Brad and I. But the scheduling just didn't work out this past week with me being in Arizona a couple extra days. So, um, but Brad will be back next week because we are recording one tomorrow, hopefully with Dana Carvey. If not, just Brad and I. But Dana will be back soon because we are working on a project tomorrow that I will be probably dropping some details about soon. But very pumped to be working with Dana on on anything. Uh, and, and thanks also for everyone that watched my curb uh, appearance last night. It was a it was a cameo. It was a minute long scene, but fuck man, got screen time with LD in a in a cool two shot. Me driving him him in an Uber, and that's one of the things you know. I get why Johnny Depp doesn't like to watch any of his uh, his movies because you just can't change things once it's there. You know, I heard him on Letterman one time being like, "I've never seen anything I've done. I just don't I don't like to watch it." Like even Letterman was like, "Uh, uh, uh even, even you haven't even seen a uh, like water for chocolate." And he's like, no, I don't even remember making that film. I was so fucked up. I haven't even seen a Pirates movie. I saw it. I just saw I think I saw one shot of me in an, in the outfit. And I was like, oh, yeah. I remember wearing all those scarves. <laughs> That's my letterman. Um, so I get it because you just can't change it once it's out there. But uh, I did watch it and because uh, it's my favorite show. And I, I just, you know, I wanted to see how it turned out. And uh, I was pleased with it, you know. Way more stuff that we improvised that, I mean, you know, a couple hours of, of footage probably that they got of, of Larry and I. Maybe it'll be in some bloopers on the DVD. Who knows? But thanks for watching. And uh, yeah, it was really a cool moment. You know, it's uh, definitely a, a highlight, you know, getting my face shoved in Sandra Bullock's uh, boobs in the heat. That's up there. Um, you know, going to the spy premiere with Susan Sarandon. That's up there. Um, being on Workaholics, another one of my favorite shows. That's up there. Opening for John Legend and Whitney Cummins at Red Rocks. That's up there. Rushing the stage at The Price is Right, my sophomore year of college on on a weed brownie. That's up there. Going to Jason Drulo's mansion and recording studio to have him on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, man, that's up there. Meeting Bill Walton and Michael Cage when I was nine years old at the Sea First Hoops Jamming Camp. That's up there. Driving Larry David around in an Uber. Fuck, dude. That is up there. Chilling in the lazy river for the rest of the day in, 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 in Tempe, Arizona? You know that's up there. Well, thanks for listening to today's episode. Brand new episode of the About Last Night pod coming at you Thursday. Until then, 
Have a great week. Bye. subscribe on iTunes to this fucking podcast, give them a five-star rating so this midget and this Jew can feel good about themselves for a couple minutes. Also, get on your iPhone or Android and get the podcast app. You can also listen to it on Stitcher or aboutlastnightpodcast.com, where you can hear past episodes with great guests like Lisa Kudrow, Paul Feig, Kevin Nealon, Bob Saget, Dion Cole, Chris D'Elia, Adam Devine, Michael McDonald, Jaleel White, Bud Friedman, Steve-O, Harlan Williams, Tom Arnold, Ron Funches, Rick Glassman, Blake Anderson, Anders Holm, Jessime Peluso, Joey McIntyre, and many, many more. I'm Tony Danza. Thanks for listening to the About Last Night podcast. Good night. That's it, right? You got it? Sweet. Boy, it smells good in that booth, by the way. What kind of candle is that? Hanukkah Willow? <laughs> nice. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.